Hi, it's me, Moki Makura. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Women on Top Talks, the Africa edition. This is the show where we give you a mix of work-related opinion, a bit of commentary, and one of my favorite things, advice. It's inspired by the things that have come up in my career and also in the career of the women whose stories you'll hear later in the series. In the last episode, Bethlehem Desi, who's the CEO of ICOG Anyone Can Code, shared her story with us. So this phenomenal young woman has achieved so much and she's just 22. So there's a lot to learn from her journey. If you haven't heard it yet, please go back and give it a listen. This week, we are asking the question, how much are you worth? But to answer that question, you need to understand your value in the workplace and know how much to charge for it. So it means getting comfortable with talking about money and negotiating your salary. And that doesn't come easy for many of us. So we all know that on average, women earn a lot less than men. The gender pay gap, which is the difference between what a man is paid versus what a woman is paid, is 30% in sub-Saharan Africa. In other words, for every dollar a man earns, a woman earns just 70 cents. But if you're working in the US, it's a little bit better at 24%. But the gap is wider for women of color. Sometimes the reason for this discrepancy is institutional, and it can be societal, especially in Africa where patriarchy is strong. A male ex-colleague of mine some years ago once told me he felt it was right that he should earn more than a woman doing the same job because he had three children and a stay-at-home wife. In his eyes, he deserved more money and often asked for it. Let's just say he was highly motivated to ask for pay increases. And from where I sit, the reason why I think women earn less than men is because we simply don't ask for more. Yeah, it's down to us. me out. Over the years, I've interviewed many, many men and women, and I find that men will often start the conversation about salary. And if I bring it up first, women are typically not really prepared for the conversation. There's usually a bit of an embarrassed smile or a giggle. They typically don't have a figure in mind or aren't prepared to give it to me. And more often than not, they push the ball back to me and ask what's on offer. Women just don't seem comfortable asking about money in the workplace. And I've rarely seen women push back in discussions about salary. We usually accept the first offer we get because we don't really know what we're worth or haven't done the work to find out. And that's just my experience. What about yours? Think about your career. How often have you asked for a pay rise or negotiated a higher salary than the one that came with the job? One poll of 9,000 employees in the UK found 57% of female respondents had never, ever attempted to negotiate a pay rise. I mean, over the past two decades, various studies have shown that men are significantly more likely to engage in salary negotiations than women. Men, as we know, have an inflated perception of their value. And I don't mean this disrespectfully. 
Remember that men apply for a job when they meet only 60% of the qualifications, whilst women apply only if they meet 100%. Look, I know I rarely negotiated around salaries when it came to myself. I would always justify this to my husband by saying, look, I'm not doing it for the money or the money's not important. It was. But looking back now, I know that I was very uncomfortable talking about money. But why? Well, one reason is because we, women, we're generally less confident than men in the workplace. And that's not because of our ability to do the job. It's more about our ability to speak about how good we are and what we bring to a job. And salary negotiations, by their definition, at their core, are about value. So this lack of confidence, it manifests, I guess, in different ways. And it's not just salary negotiations. I came across an interesting survey by KPMG where they spoke to 3,000 professional and college-age women. Only 40% of the women envisioned themselves as leaders. So two-thirds said they were cautious about sharing their point of view at work or taking steps to actually become a leader in the workplace. While men often overvalue their strengths, women too frequently, we undervalue ours. So we don't negotiate salaries, we don't know what we're actually worth, and we come across as if money's just not that important. But in a world where gender roles are blurring, where single-family households led by women are increasing, there is absolutely no reason why women should be scared of asking for more. But that's not even the point. It's about recognizing your worth in the workplace and being prepared to ask for it. Another reason why women don't ask for more is because we think we may come across as greedy or a little bit pushy in negotiations. In some cases, there's a deeper fear that the company may actually withdraw the offer, which is totally unfounded. I mean, if they made you an offer in the first place, it means they want you and they will try to get you. I have two friends who I think really know their value in the workplace and both are really clear that salaries are there to be negotiated and as a result, they are both very well compensated, thank you. And it's not just the money. They also look at the benefits of the job. In some cases, companies may not always be able to move on this actual salary they're offering, but you could ask for perks like medical cover or rent to sweeten the offer. In the case of this one friend who's a single mother, she negotiated for her daughter's boarding school fees to be paid because of the travel demands of the job. Now, this was a benefit that was only actually available for people in a higher band than she was, but they gave it to her. And this is what happens when you ask, when you negotiate, and when you know your value. And my friend's pretty hard-nosed when it comes to the money, especially the benefits, healthcare, housing, school fees, etc. She asks for it all. But going into a negotiation requires confidence. And that confidence comes from being prepared. In other words, doing your homework. And if it's a new job, find out from someone what the potential benefits are. Look on websites like Glassdoor so you actually have an inside advantage. I mean, look at comparable organizations and roles and you know, ask around. So 
routines, do your homework, because the decision you make today can have long-term implications on your earning power. If you come in on a lower salary than your male counterpart at the start of your career, he will always, always be ahead of you. So how do you get the confidence to go into a salary negotiation? It's all very well saying, get confident. You really need to know what you're worth. One way of doing that is actually giving yourself a skills and experience audit to work out your market value. Your value is based on a lot of things. It's based on your years of experience in a particular field, the skills that you have, the languages you speak, the salary levels of roles you could actually potentially apply for and the location you're in. Essentially, what would the market pay for someone with your experience? So be realistic. Look at the salary range for similar jobs in similar companies in your country and globally. I mean, the best way to do that is to try to match your job description. What you do now to the jobs you see. So don't rely on the job title alone because the responsibilities are often not always consistent. And once you have that, you can work out your annual, your monthly, your weekly, your daily and your hourly rate. And then once you have that number, you can walk into any negotiation, say for a new job or a performance review or even a promotion negotiation. You can walk in knowing what you're worth and that gives you confidence. don't forget you always have the option not to take the job or not to stay in it if it doesn't come close to meeting your value. I mean one woman I know kept her CV permanently on the market. She registered with recruiters and spoke to one at least every six months and it wasn't that she was unhappy with her job. It was just her way of knowing what was out there and what she was potentially worth. It was also an excellent way of realizing that she was in a great job that rewarded her really well. And by the way, interviewing when you actually don't need a job is one of the most freeing things ever. It really shifts the power dynamic and it makes you much more attractive as a candidate. And if you're one of the many women who feels a little awkward about salary conversations, know that it's not only okay to talk about pay in an interview or performance review. In fact, you should expect to. Know that it's acceptable to ask. And here's another tip. Researchers have found that women have an easier time negotiating when they're advocating for other people rather than themselves. So when we negotiate on behalf of another person, we get better results. So maybe try approaching a salary negotiation by thinking about it as something you're doing for someone else or for other women who come after you. As in do it for the sisterhood. And that's what Women on Top is all about. It's about building community for women in the workplace. And you absolutely need someone in your corner. Believe me, it's treacherous out there. So until you know your worth or you can hire an executive coach who can help you build your confidence and value in the workplace, you've got this podcast, Women on Top, to help you get through it. That's it for me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and took away something from it. I'm Oki Makura and I'll see you in two weeks when we hear from our next 
phenomenal woman on top. 